today on the Entrepreneur Circle. I will accept failure all day long. Like from my people, from my staff, from me, from Sarah, like I'll accept it all day long. In fact, I'll praise it. Mm. But one thing that I will never accept is a bad habit. And that's that's the one thing that I keep on um, telling my staff is just like, I don't care if you fail. I Mm. don't. Like if anything, that's one of the best things because every fail that I've ever had has led to where I'm at now. Hey there, folks. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Entrepreneur Circle podcast, where we inspire you by talking to entrepreneurs and business owners about mindset, goals, vision, tips and strategies on how to crush life and business. I am your host, Eric Cabral, real estate investor and a creative. I've been in the creative industry for over 20 years, got my start in New York City as a junior art director and made my way up the corporate ladder to become the creative director at the number one pharma company in the world. That was until I decided to hang up my corporate hat and start my own creative agency called On Air Brands, where we broadcast your brand and your message using social media and live stream events. Hit us up at info at onairbrands.com to learn more. Also, like, subscribe, and share this podcast on social. We greatly appreciate you for it. And also, don't hesitate to send us any feedback that you may have because we always love, love, love hearing from you. Before we jump into the show, I'd like to share what some of our sponsors, partners, and friends of the show have to offer you. Hello, this is Josh McCowan, CEO of Viva May Hospitality and the beautiful Renault Resort Winery. I have to tell you, the secret's out. And the secret is On Air Brands. On Air Brands Creative Agency, which specializes in launching podcasts, transforming live events into live streaming events, and social media marketing soup to nuts. On Air Brands has changed the game. There'll never be a day from here forward when you and I and our companies don't need to be on the air. Every brand needs to be on the air, but so few know that. So it's great to work with a group that are ahead of the curve and to find a company that has been built on the core foundation of the future of marketing. If you're ready to broadcast your brand like they've done for my brands, take the next step and make a change that can transform your business. Reach out to On Air Brands today. That's onairbrands.com. Yes, onairbrands.com. So in this episode, we bring the team from MuscleRx into our circle, hailing out of Hickory, North Carolina. So Alicia left nursing in her last semester after an aha moment during a lecture that left her unsatisfied with the answers to her questions about the results of a trial treatment. So that moment led to her transitioning away from nursing and into a program for manual therapy that was more medicinally based. So she dedicated three more years into her education and was still not quite happy with the answers that she was hearing regarding therapies and why they worked on one population but not in another. So all of these questions and answers led her down the path with a little more like a big nudge from her entrepreneurial husband to create and start her own company and just begin the journey to entrepreneurship. So 
Together with her partner, Sarah Bridgman, they spearhead a powerful movement of corrective manual therapy and corrective stabilization therapy called Muscle RX. So with all of that being said, let's dive right into the interview with Alicia, Sarah, and Caitlin of Muscle RX to tell you a little bit more or a lot more about what they do and how they do it. Hey there, folks. Welcome, 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 and thank you, as usual, for joining us and supporting and listening and subscribing and loving our podcast. We greatly appreciate you. I am here with three amazing ladies on the show today. I am here with Alicia Morgan, the owner and operator of Muscle RX, and in support and her partners and her people and her tribe are Sarah Bridgman and Caitlin Lindler. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for taking time to be on the show. No, I really appreciate you guys taking time away from where we are. Currently, we are at event at iCoaching and Consulting with Damien Elston. And, um, and these lovely young ladies took um, some time out from what we were doing, having dinner and partying and listening to music and drinking. And um, Yeah, yeah. So thank you. Thank you again. Um, so I just wanted to bring you guys into the circle and um, chat a little bit about your story. So Alicia, please tell the folks at home who are listening, people who are driving and eager to hear what it is you do and what Muscle RX does. Oh, okay. So um, I actually created a um, therapy called Corrective Manual and Stabilization Therapy. Um, we improve your body's mobility, stability, and function um, manually. So we basically are data hackers. We know how to rewrite the code that controls the muscle. Um, and so we have a 98% success rate with acute and chronic pain. Um, we can decrease rehab from surgeries by over 50% in um, time as well as mobility. Um, so yeah, we... We're killing and rocking it. Yeah, so I hear, and that's that's one of the big reasons why I wanted to have you on the show. And also, you know, this is my third, fourth event with this organization, and I've never, ever heard or met anyone with a business model such as yours. So I was really eager to have you guys and also, you know, to chat a little bit more about what you do and to learn for myself, you know, um, how it all works. So, so tell us what inspired, like, you know, what was your background? What brought you into this Concept. Oh, so we don't have all day, so I'll give you the short version. Okay. Yeah, we'll take the short. <laughs> um, well, first off, I started in nursing, and then from um, nursing school, I actually had this um, had to go in for lecture hours, and everybody knows that that's like you know check off the list. You have to do so many lecture hours before you can graduate, and I was on that last semester, and um, there was a pharmaceutical rep that was um, subbing in for one of the pharma techs that was coming out. And so we have to have so many credentialing hours under like different divisions of um, healthcare whenever you're doing the lecture hours. So 
This uh, pharmaceutical rep was coming in and explaining um, a drug that had just hit the market and it was for chemo. I was a new mom and hormonal. (laughs) So in all honesty, you know, like everything that hits the market, you know, you try to put a personal twist to it and, you know, you're just seeing like how it affects you and your loved ones and everybody like that. And um, there, to my benefit, um, it was pretty awesome, but terrible at the same time. I I like to say it was my best worst day Mm -hmm. um, because that was the day that I left nursing. And um, he basically, I had asked a question, the results on this, the trial, the treatment or whatever was not very effective, but yet FDA approved it. Um, And then I basically was asked the question of why, and that started my journey. And so um, he basically told me that I was the person that pulled a trigger to a gun that I did not load. Oh, wow. Yeah. (laughs) Like, think of that for a second. And I could not get mad because in all honesty, he was right because, you know, nurses, I'm telling you, they they have so much knowledge, so much power to actually go in and they have the skill set to assess and do all of this stuff. But, you know, at the end of the day, the doctor has to be able to sign off on it. And if a doctor does not sign off on it, then you have to abide by whatever that doctor says. And um, as a nurse, you are either lucky enough to get a doctor that's going to listen to you or not so much. So um, that really started my path. Um and then I basically went in, I, I took a little bit of a break, but figured out that I could go into more of an integrative therapy um, side of things. And um, it kind of all worked from there. I got accepted into a trial treatment um, or like a trial school program for man, uh, manual therapy. And it was like more medicinally based. And um, so once it was another three year program oh, wow. <laughs> full time yeah. and um, still at the end of it I was just like man why is it that um they still can't answer and get the results like they they just had no way of telling okay if this therapy could work why does it work on this population but not on the other and they couldn't ever answer that question Mm -hmm. and it was just like well you know they might have this or they might have that and it was just like a generalized answer and if you ask two questions of why you basically got an I don't know Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I I officially I officially just got tired of the whole, I don't know, concept of, Mm -hmm. you know, we're following all these procedures and routines and everything to that extent. And, um, I ended up, I was lucky enough to get a research fellowship at a trauma one hospital that had a lot of connections. Um, and, I got to go in and basically take a common sense look at the research. And I was able to shadow many different areas of healthcare. And from there, it led me um, to travel overseas um, and actually get to learn from some medicine men and um, different ways that other people look at healthcare and there was one piece that just kept sticking out and nobody really was putting emphasis on it. And, um, so I took it and ran with it and built a whole therapy off of that information. Yeah. So, wow. Okay. I know. That's, yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. I mean, so yeah, I'm trying to think about where to start and how, and which piece <laughs> to unpack. So where, what was the identifier? What was the thing that was the aha for you to say, you know, this is where I'm going to focus a, 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 and how, and what inspired you to create a 
business out of that? So, um, I, I come from a long line of, um, hardheaded people (laughs) 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 to say, to, to put that briefly. Um, and so no was never in my vocabulary. Like I never accept, I never accepted the word of no. Um, and (laughs) you can ask my husband, I'm sure he could attest to that also, (laughs) Um, but it kind of just got to a point where I was like, why is nobody looking at this information? But at the same point in time, it was so gratifying that, you know, little old me had seen this one thing that kind of just stood out and I kind of like kept it. And it was like knowledge is something that you can never just, nobody can ever take it away from you. And so I, it was so funny how many people told you, like, will tell you that through your life, you know, educate, educate, educate. Um, But one of the things was like, I see all these people and they're all different. And you cannot program a therapy to literally everybody with Mm -hmm. one therapy, like one concept. And so the piece that was uncovered was um, basically this one piece, this one piece of the brain that just it rewrites codes. Mm -hmm. And whenever it rewrites codes and it overrides all of this stuff and like it kind of just got thrown to the back burner. It's like, yeah, we know that this does this and we know that that does that. And, you know, it's in every textbook and in every, you know, uh, anatomy and physiology lesson. But at the same point in time, the emphasis of the power of that one piece just, it, it didn't exist. Mm-hmm. And so um, whenever we gave it that power, we, you know, started testing and testing and retesting and making sure that each piece of it just had more um, more value every time that we did it. Okay. So. so so let's rewind for a little bit. Like you're saying the we, but that was Muscle RX, right? So Yeah, what, I say we because yeah. I feel like um, I've had mentors that have like kind of guided me through all okay. of this, but like I would bounce ideas off of professors or um, off of mentors and um, people throughout my life that had a medical background. Okay. And in that, I, I'll say we because I, I never feel like it's ever just me, you right. know? Yes, I just discovered it but at the same point in time it was like there was just so many other people that clarified things yeah yeah and and so and i 100 get that what i'm thinking of though is when was the birth of rx so when you're a muscle rx oh, so that's it's like, easy so, so you yes yeah, so you had all these sort of mentors and people to guide right. and people inspired you on that journey and the roadmap you know when did you get to that point where it was like yeah it's now becoming oh that's something. easy my so um, we actually moved from the Raleigh area to Hickory, and when Hickory, it, North Carolina, yeah, folks, Hickory, North Carolina. Um, and so whenever we did, um, I immediately went to the local hospital and was just like, "Hey, you know, I would love to test this therapy out." And they kind of slammed a door in my face. Oh. It was like, "No, uh, yeah. like, who are you?" Kind of thing. I mean, I've worked with some of the most world-renowned doctors that has grace the presence of a ER and a OR. So, mm-hmm. you know, that didn't count. And so coming into Hickory, it was just like, okay, what can I do? And so I started networking with other doctors and stuff like that and um, ended up just building awareness and te- showing them what I could do. 
And then eventually I was just like, you know what? I'm going to go out on my own. And everybody told me not to. Every mm -hmm. single person told me not to. <laughs> so you were doing what you're doing now, but under a practice or under Actually other... with many different doctors. Okay. I, would, I was mobile and it was just me at the time. Um, and so the easiest ones to get in with was, um, the chiropractors and okay. they, they were used to manual therapists coming in. They were used to massage therapists and mm -hmm. essentially after eight and a half years worth of schooling, um, a massage therapist license is about the only thing that they could give me. Mm -hmm. So, um, with that, it was kind of like, okay, well, <laughs> I can show you a lot more than this. And whenever I went in, I was talking with a lot of the doctors and they found out about my schooling and that's whenever they really started to open their doors. And, um, so they would, they actually networked for me. They saw the results and it just spoke for itself. And okay. next thing you know, it was like wildfire and I was tired of the mobile. <laughs> so I built a brick and mortar. Gotcha. So, so you started off as sort of like, um, a therapist, a single right. sort of person that was coming in and like a hired gun or something exactly. that would come independent in and like contractor. independent contractor right. that would come in and specialize in these different uh, practices or in these different um, places. And then eventually you realized, wait a minute, I'm going to take us to the next level. Yes. So this whole entrepreneurial journey of yours um, how long ago did that start when it started to be coming? Um, I like to say my husband's been grooming me for a while because mm -hmm. he was always the entrepreneurial minded and okay. he kind of seed planted for about five years. Is he entrepreneur? <laughs> does he have a business? As he well? does. Okay. He actually, um, owns a mobile detailing company oh. and he's, um, en route to actually, um, build a sports and social club. So, okay. What's, yeah. let's give him a little plug. What's the name <laughs> of this company? Um, it is, um, eco pure mobile detailing and go, um, sports and social. Cool. So out of Hickory, North Carolina yes, as well. Out of Hickory, North Carolina. Sweet. That'll be in the show notes for you folks who are interested. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's cool to, to have an entrepreneurial family and to have inspiration right there at home is always helpful. <laughs> Um, so how long ago did you say that was when that seed planted um, and started to grow? Yeah, it was, he seed planted back in 2009 and, oh, wow. um, we, let's see, we opened our doors and for muscle RX, it was like 2013. Okay. So he seed planted for a while before I was like, oh my gosh, yes, finally yeah. I did it. <laughs> yeah. So then when you opened the doors and, you know, operation started, was it, how long was it you? How long did you bring Sarah in and then eventually Caitlin? Oh, Lord. Um, so I started all by myself and honestly, this is where I made my, my biggest mistakes was, um, I, I started with that technician mindset and, mm. you know, like you have, e yes, that e-myth, <laughs> you got that. <laughs> I knew I liked you. <laughs> um, yeah. and, and it was so funny because actually, um, just to spiral off of that for a second, when mm. Sarah came on, the very first book I gave her was e-myth e and I was just like, you have to read this. Absolutely. Like, this is a like you have to. Yeah. For me, it's always rich dad. I'm like, you want to be in my circle. You got to be rich dad, poor exactly. dad. Exactly. And then who moved my cheese? This is stuff Damien also talks about. <laughs> who moved my cheese, which is literally a 45 minute read. Right. It's and so little. If they don't read those two books, then, you know, I'm like, did you read those books yet? They come back 
And they're like, did you read those books? Well, then, yeah, we can't talk until you do. Exactly. Um, but yeah, there, there has to be. There's there's just there's Bibles in our industry. Yes. And you have to be. Yeah. Well, you just, um, the mentality of being an entrepreneur, um, you're so surrounded by employee mindsets all the time. And whenever you're surrounded by that, you start to think like that. Yeah. And the more you think like that, the worse you are off like it's Absolutely. it's terrible um and you can actually see a decline in business and marketing and everything that you do um whenever you start to surround yourself with those mindsets oh yeah yeah i mean i was in corporate america for 23 years i know i look like i'm 23 but oh you don't you know? <laughs> I know. but anyway <laughs> but um yeah so thank you Get out of here. No. 24. <laughs> oh, oh, thank you. I just but gave you one. It's, um, yeah, it's, it's interesting because when you're in it for too long and, um, you, it's hard to reprogram yourself. It is. It really is. And, um, you know, I'm finally glad that I'm out and, and around, you know, people Other such people. as yourself. Right. And, um, now I'm out there trying to, you know, preach that gospel because what happens is folks, you know, they're, they're, they're in the matrix and you're like, Red pill, pill. Or blue. Exactly. Yeah, red pill or blue come pill. out and it starts with these books it starts with <laughs> it the does. mindset it starts with all that and then it gets rolling and then now you're part of the tribe now you now you speak the language you yes. know welcome you know um but yeah so they had so, the stroke they just hadn't done anything with it yeah yeah and, and you you can identify the people that are like you know i, I feel like there's something you know there, this there, this isn't reality you know it's, right there, there's, there's something more out there but um, yeah, so so you you operated. You were a solopreneur, and then yes. you started to operate. And then when did you realize? Okay, I, I'm I'm gonna start pulling people in. I gotta. Well, in all honesty, whenever I opened my doors, um, I had already had a clientele that was from eight to eight, like Monday through Friday. I I swore that if you took my nights, you would never take my weekends. So it was one or the other, um, and I I held true to that. And um, I got to a point to where I could not answer the phone. I could not answer emails. I could not do anything because I was already hands-on and the business itself was just like the business side of things was not growing mm -hmm. and I was just stagnant. And I finally just got to a point to where my husband, uh, I came home and he had had enough of me just complaining. And he was just like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. Like you need to hire somebody and you mm -hmm. need to, you know, like think of what the next steps are. And then, um, of course he handed me like three different books and was just like, here, go read, just stay in the room. I don't want to hear it from you until like you've read these books. Awesome. And so, um, he, I came out the room the next morning and we were trying to talk about, um, the kids and he was like, I got the kids. Have you read your books yet? And I was nice. like, geez, like, are you really? And he was like, yep, don't talk to me. So literally I went a week and a half without talking to my husband Oh wow! because he would not let me talk to him until I read those books. Even if you wanted feedback or you wanted to talk about the book, would he talk about, you say, would he open it up for you? Like, I wanted to talk about this one chapter I just read. Would yeah. He... I mean, I, you had to start the sentence with that in okay. order to okay. get a conversation. <laughs> but nothing else. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great, yeah. 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 He, What's his name? Darnell. Darnell. Morgan. Yeah. Yeah. Thank yeah. you, Darnell. Shout out. Big shout out to you. Yeah, but, so. um, so from there, uh, I ended up, um, just 
anybody that actually came to the office, I was willing to hire at that point. So I, I I knew that I needed somebody and I was so desperate that, you know, I didn't get the hiring concept down until after I made a couple hundred fails. Yes. And then, um, then I was like, Oh, maybe there should be a book for hiring. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure there is, but I haven't read it yet. Patrick Lencioni. Oh, great. Yes. What's the name of the book? The Ideal Team Player. Okay, yeah. Yes, and that actually... I'm going to read that. Yeah, it's awesome. So um, going through that, I had read it, but it didn't resonate. I was like, okay, I know that I need this person, but Mm -hmm. that was about all I knew about it. And then seeing it come through, and I can attest, like... Um, going from a team that I had where, you know, I was coming in and training people and mm. it was like the second that you train them on something, they just up and left, you mm. know, cause everybody, everybody just wanted to go and, you know, and, they knew you were the best yeah, and you were getting results and then they learned just enough to mm. go out and do it on their own. Right. Right. And so, you know, you're basically breeding your competition. Every bit of it. Yeah. Every yeah. bit of but it. But where are they now? They don't have the muscle or experience. No, so. they don't. Screw that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> For all of you listening, stop stealing Alicia's stuff. Oh, well, now I actually have really expensive lawyers that protect me. So awesome. <laughs> that worked awesome. out great. And then I got like a whole tribe that you got to get through first. I, I used to call Sarah whenever we first hired her. I was like, you're my pit bull with lipstick. Oh, because like literally it. she like That's... she came in and like somebody would be headed toward me and she'd just stand in front of me like, what do you need? What do you nice. need? <laughs> nice. It was awesome. Yeah. Well, so Sarah, let's let's bring you into the fold here. Um, when you met Alicia, um, what was that like? How did that all start? How did that roll? Chaos. <laughs> yeah, it was. No, it was good. I, um, you know, candidly was staying at home with my son, and I wanted to get back in the workforce, and I went to a job that um, in corporate that I just despised. I remember looking out the window one day, and I was like, "What's going to make me happy in life? Like, what do I really want to do?" And I knew I wanted to make a difference, and I knew I wanted to be in the medical field, but I always told myself I wasn't smart enough to be there. So I went business in college and studied international business. So um, so I reached out to Alicia, and uh, I was like, hey, do you have a part-time job just so I don't have to stay at home all the time? So I started out part-time with, with Alicia, and that lasted a couple months, and then I was promoted to like her office manager. <laughs> yeah, like two months. Two months. What, like two what months. was your history together, though? Did yeah, so we didn't have much of one. So when I was um, pregnant with my son, I, I was, you know, at that point where he was about due, and I just wanted him out. So yes. she, she does some... <laughs> She does induce um, some mo- some mothers, so I I met her that way. Oh right, yes. it's funny because you know. So we have two little girls, and I remember my wife always talking about, "Oh, I just need a massage. I need a massage," but I can't <laughs> because right, yeah. the baby might come. Uh, but, yeah, no. yeah, There's yes, like, no. But yeah. you know, the fear of it alone the was fear, enough to keep her aware right. away. But um, yeah, that's so. So you actually wanted that to happen? Yes. <laughs> yes. No, I was ready. I was like, you know what? But the the comedic part of it was that my son was not ready so he was not. i went through that torture more or less to, yeah. to not have him here but that's okay because it's god's plan anyways but yes. um amen to that sister yeah so then i became an office manager the office manager a couple months later and then um about may of 2016 she asked me to be partner yes so I did. with with that you know following up to that conversation um like she talked about we did have a team in there that was not ideal and um you know it 
I kind of beat my head against the wall trying to figure out who do we go after? What quality people do we go after? How do we afford them? Um, How do we make this therapy the best that it can be? Because I saw the potential to help people and it was different and it worked. And I was like, we just need the people. So through some conversations and research, we realized that um, there are some underutilized medical professions um, that we could really run after and had the, the strong basis to understand so now we hire exercise physiologists, kinesiologists, and um, athletic trainers in our practice, and they kick butt because they have the anatomy background. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them have the palpation background, and if not, then it's easily teachable. Mm-hmm. But they are just team players. They're they're smart. They're motivated because they went to school and they have a purpose, and they have just been what has turned our business around. Yeah. And if you don't mind me adding to that, um, a lot of them have a background in sports, which is one of the reasons why they wanted to go into that field of athletics or, um, you know, exercise science and uh, kinesiology, just like the way that the body works, because they always a lot of them already experienced injuries or something that they had some kind of background where it drove them to that and Honestly, sports led, um, just gave them the qualities that we were looking for in a team um, atmosphere because Mm. with ours, one of the biggest things that we offer our clients is the fact that whenever you're with a practitioner at any point in time, if they get stumbled or stuck or like they feel like they have, you know, tunnel vision in the therapy, we have an open door policy. So Mm. they can go and grab any team member and they will excuse themselves into you know, out of their appointment to come into your appointment to make sure that you get, you know, that extra set of eyes, that extra set of hands and that quality care that honestly you would have to get a referral for. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when everybody is so, you know, compartmentalized in healthcare and everybody has their specialties and, you know, things like that, you always hear about referrals. But in our office, you have three different backgrounds that have three different ways of looking at the body, but all of them were taught the same exact therapy. And so the foundations, the innate qualities that they each possess because of the field of learning, Um, it gives them a unique quality of coming in and seeing the body differently than their peers and it helps them and it grows them. And we, we really like to say that it's iron sharpening iron because Mm. they're so strong in so many different areas and, and it's awesome to watch. I mean, it's so awesome to watch. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like you guys have really built, uh, an amazing, you you put together like a recipe for like the perfect, you know, sort of. (laughs) cocktail or whatever you want to call it, meal for people to walk into because, right, that anything that ails them, you know, there's somebody there for that. Everything except for a broken bone. Oh, like yeah. that will, we'll definitely send you to the ER for that. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's good advice. But, um, so, so how big is your staff currently? Uh, we have, let's see, one, two, we have four support staff and we have, um, including, well, Sarah and I, so six support staff, and then we have four practitioners, and we're getting ready to add um, one more. So, yeah. Okay. In January. That's that's pretty big. So so you went from two, the two of you with 
people. We actually board. had, um, we've kind of hovered anywhere between five to six and then we've grown to 10. Okay. So, um, yeah, we're still in, <laughs> honestly, in January, um, we're looking for like 40 practitioners. Oh my goodness. 40. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Four zero. So if you know any friends. <laughs> <laughs> I do know people in your area. So yeah, maybe they'll listen to this podcast. But um, that's that's amazing growth in such a short amount of time. It right? is. Um, so how are you looking to scale at that rate? I know Sarah's sort of the left brain too. So I mean, what, is. What, is your, what is your master plan for that? So we provide a certification course in which they do have to um, pay for, but they get to walk with this certification regardless if anything was to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, we do ask that they sign like a non-disclosure agreement because we've trademark secreted everything um, awesome. in our office. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that, we Anybody that comes in, we actually are doing a five-year plan. So we're teaching them leadership skills. We're teaching them um, business etiquettes. We're teaching them the sales process on top of the therapies as well as teaching. So they start two years hands-on. And then from there, they go two years into teaching. And then they have the opportunity to um, learn the business side of things that last year. And then um, they have the capabilities of owning their own muscle RX. Awesome. So you're building a franchise model. Basically, but corporate is going to actually own the, we're going to keep ownership. So that way that we can maintain quality. Mm -hmm. So whenever they come in, they're coming in as a uh, general partner. So they'll get like a salary as well as the profit shares of their office. Okay. I love that. Is that a recent sort of structure that you've created there? Um, We've been talking about it for almost a year now. Okay. We're just um, laying down our groundwork and the foundations. Like, <laughs> I think Sarah has heard um, the term SOP like five times in the last hour. <laughs> and so we're, we're working on our systems and processes awesome. and, you know, the um, yeah. procedures. Yeah. So. And what I found with SOPs is they're, they're organic. I mean, they, they, they are. can't be set in stone. You have to be able no. to know that they're going to flex and, you know, expand, contract and change, you know given any situation that you experience. Right. Um, but yeah, that's amazing to, to, to hear and, and to know you guys are in that stage because it's really exciting. <laughs> growing you know? pains. Yeah. It hurts like hell. Oh, I know. <laughs> it does and it's, hurt, and it's, it's so always weird. growing. It's yeah. never yes, stopped. It's never going to stop, you know, because you're always going to get to the next level, the next level, the next well, level. Well, here's the cool thing is that it's, this is much bigger than us. You know, the, the, the whole concept is that we actually have the ability to help people. So now it's our responsibility to grow this business, to help people. And so, um, you know, we, we may seem like we want to control things as far as the general partnership and not a franchise model and, um, all of those things. But of course you have to think through the process of like the future, the future goals, what could happen, what might happen. And we want to, um, you know, make sure MuscleRx has a strong brand, but we want to make sure people feel comfortable coming to a MuscleRx knowing that we're always going to be able to help them no matter what city we're in. So the brand consistency is super important. And, um, you know, we do, Alicia, you know, didn't mention this, but we do have experience in um, the National Football League. And I um, noticed that in the logo. So. Yeah, <laughs> and Major League Baseball. So we've worked on really high-profile um, athletes, uh, 
you know, Alicia's actually been yelled at by a head coach before one of the, the NFL teams <laughs> oh, for doing really? too yeah, good of a job. For do too good of a job. Yeah. You know, they work in that industry of off of injuries a lot of times to make their jobs easier. So when we get uh -huh. rid of those injuries, During training, their job is much harder. Yeah. So, oh, you know, it's comical, but it's good, good feedback knowing that we're doing something right. So yeah. one thing that you'll always know about us is that we don't compromise our service for, um, for what other people think they need or the medical industry not taking care of their people. So we, you know, in a lot of ways we are a one-stop shop and that's nothing, there's nothing wrong with that because, you know, mm -hmm. some people think, um, if you're saying you're number one, you're just cocky. Um, we're not necessarily number one, but we sure as heck are the best therapy out there. Um, and we, we can help people. Um, we have tons of testimonials, clients that come out in tears. I've watched people come in in a wheelchair and walk out with a cane. I mean, in one session. Wow. And these are real results. And they so, are. you know, this blessing is is um, going to be, you know, nationwide soon. And we're super excited about it. We're just trying. We're here at iCoaching so that we can, you know, learn how to do it correctly, efficiently, and just be able to help people the best that we can. Yeah. I love that. I love that. I'm all about, you know, helping and, and making sure people get the best of the best, you know, especially when, you know, it's something that, you know, they deserve or it's something that, you know, they, they've been looking for for a long, long time and, and, and the solution and, you know, um, you know, what do they say? What's the saying? Um, you know, the teacher shows when the student is ready things like that, you know, that's, so in your case, you know, know, it's like we show, the therapy shows, you know, our, you know, what we do shows when, when you really need us and you need us most. And, um, yeah, it's, it's so inspirational to hear what you guys are doing and what you're growing. And, and I love what you said, Sarah, is, you know, it's bigger than you. It right? is. And you understand that and you know that you're building something that's going to outlast you and is going to be your legacy. Um, and, you know, potentially your, your, you know, your kids and your kids' kids and all of that, right? It's, it it's, is. it's a beautiful thing and it's, it's crazy to think about, but it's so true, you know, as entrepreneurs. We, we, we have a grander vision, you know, of, of things. And we know that um, what we're doing is not, you know, it's it's, it's going to span lifetimes, you know. Yeah, one of the um, greatest sayings that I think I've ever heard is that a great leader is always willing to sacrifice. Mm -hmm. And um, to put that in, like, real-life terms is, like, watching the fails and just knowing that on the other side of a fail is a success. Absolutely. And that it may have hurt me, but it's going to help my team. Mm -hmm. It's going to help, you know, the client. It's going to help everybody around me. And I just have to endure the pain <laughs> yeah. and get through it. So, right. You know, yeah. It's you funny. To... That, that sounds like a tagline or something for you. <laughs> but yeah. I, what, one of my favorite quotes with that, what you were saying is failure is success in progress. Oh, and yeah. I never really thought or heard that, or I never noticed it until it came at the right time when I started mm -hmm. to, you know, build my own businesses. And, um, I was like, that was the opposite of what I learned growing up. You know, oh, you yeah. know my family's always like, you know, failure is not an option. And that's just drilled into our heads all our it lives. Is. And, you know, you don't yell at your kid when they're crawling and they fall and you're like, just stop trying to walk, you know, yeah. just give up, you know, <laughs> they, they're going to keep trying and trying until they get it. So yeah, I love that. And, and, and I, I, I love what you guys are doing. It's, it's, it's really Emotionally, I, I I do get, feel emotional when I think about how big it is. I didn't realize before we turned the mics on, you know, like it was that massive. You know? It's crazy. And honestly, um, even from the practitioner's standpoint, I'm sure that 
Caitlin can attest to this is um, I've said this multiple times. Like I will accept failure all day long, Mm -hmm. like from my people, from my staff, from me, from Sarah, like I'll accept it all day long. In fact, I'll praise it. Mm -hmm. But one thing that I will never accept is a bad habit. And that's, that's the one thing that I keep on um, telling my staff is just like, I don't care if you fail. I don't like if anything, that's one of the best things because every fail that I've ever had has led to where I'm at now. Yeah. I mean, we learn, we learn from those. It's awesome. So yeah, we need to rewrite that whole like children's book or something. We need to like (laughs) write a children's book of like, you know, uh, the way to success is the road of failure. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure they're out there. Um, you know, and yeah, we just have to find the right ones. Is it an entrepreneurial bookstore or something? Uh, Yeah. yeah, I don't know, but I don't know. But yeah, maybe we need to create this. This is a new business folks. You're hearing it here. We're going to open up an entrepreneurial. We're going to do like, uh, let's call it the E Barnes and Noble. It'll be the entrepreneurial (laughs) Barnes and Noble. I love that. I love that. Oh, dang it. (laughs) But hey, you know, just us talking about it here is legally binding and us protecting our IP. Seriously. When you talk about something and it's out there, yeah, whatever you come up with is technically yours because there's a record of it. Good deal. Um, So, yeah, yeah. uh, We haven't heard from Caitlin here. Boom. Yeah, boom. Yeah. Caitlin, so how's your experience been so far um, in, in Muscle RX? I came out of school, um, I went to UNC Greensboro and then of course went into and got my master's in athletic training. So I was on the athletic trainer route and that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to like be the big name, work for the NFL, you know, all the crazy stuff. And then I met Alicia and another athletic trainer who was doing some work for her. And she was like, this is awesome. Like you need to come see what Alicia does. Like it's way different than athletic training. You're going to learn so much. So I watched Alicia come into the athletic training room, work on us, and I'm like, dang, like this is awesome. So yeah. it's a whole different way of looking at the muscles, but when you when she explains it, it's like, why didn't I think of this? Like yeah. I'm going by what the textbook says. It's this, 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 but like it's not always in what you need to do. So it was awesome to see a whole other perspective on the body and what it can do. So... Were the SOPs established when Caitlin came on board, or did she get in before that all happened? Like, I think what was a little before. There's still maybe. before, so you're <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She's, I'm the one yeah. like, okay, we need this in writing. Like, I need to awesome. know what I need to do. Like, yeah. you want me to do this? <laughs> yeah. So, so what was it like to come through, you know, before all that, but I'm sure some of it was established. You know, um, was it exciting? Was it scary? Was it both? How did it Probably feel? Probably a little of both. I mean, I was excited to learn the therapy and get my hands on people and to help people, of course. But like the business side was like, okay, like what is this? Like, what's the rule for this? What happens if this happens? So I had a lot of questions coming in. Yeah. Um, but I mean, they always answered them. So I mean, I've learned a lot being there, and almost I've almost been there going on two years almost. Awesome. So, yeah. Um, I mean. The business has grown like crazy. I mean, just the knowledge of them by coming here and changing things and making stuff happen is awesome to watch. Yeah. Oh, that's great. I love hearing perspective from every angle, you know, and, and it just gives it gives a, a broader vision of of what you're building. And, you know, it's and, and, and just as a, a business owner and entrepreneur, um, it speaks volumes that you bring your whole team here. You know, you bring oh, your partners and you. you're bringing all the pieces, you know, that are necessary to bring back home 
and to continue to build and make yes. everybody stronger together. And then it gives mm-hmm. it, it gives it gives them the power and ownership of what you're doing as well, which is so important. Well, I'll tell you, um, bringing Sarah on and just, um, like one of the biggest things that she's, she kept on telling me is like, you have to protect yourself. You have to, you know, get yourself to where this is protected. It's worth protecting. And, um, like we, we definitely put the systems and processes in place for protecting our therapy. And once that, once I knew that that was protected and that nobody could, you know, go off with that information, if they did, they had to keep it to themselves and everything like that. Like mm-hmm. they could still work. They could still do whatever. They just non- non-competes. Do they sign? Um, they- no, it's more so like a non-solicit. Um, okay. But I'm sure we're going to end up working to that. I yeah. mean, uh, <laughs> everybody has been like hey, drilling that one in. Yeah, I know that I know they're really hard to you know um to enforce um because like judges you right. know say you know that's hardship they can't continue to work but if you have an ip yeah we have you know, an ip and that I'll, makes sense you and know? the the bad i mean i guess it's um good and bad but like we have the non-disclosure agreement and um it it keeps us accountable basically Mm -hmm. of like, yeah, okay, this is worth protecting. Um, but it also will weed out the, the fluff of like the people that are not really serious about it and that, you know, or that want to come in and steal your stuff and go like, it just, it, it brings all the people, um, that were supposed to be there, there, and it puts a legitimacy to it. And once yeah. I knew that, like once I knew my baby was protected, <laughs> then anybody could have, you know, I, I wanted to bring everybody yeah. to come, you know, I wanted to, to bring them where I'm at and, you know, develop the entrepreneurial skills and the leadership. Because honestly, like, with Caitlin, she, she's one of our leaders, but at the same point in time, you know, she's, she comes from a family of entrepreneurs, Mm -hmm. but I'm sure like any entrepreneur in our area, they don't really teach, you know, like our parents are not really teaching us the skill set. It's like, go and do like, just go and do, you know, you'll figure it out kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And, um, with Caitlin, it was like, I want her to see all that we are doing and why we are making the decisions that we're making and that way that she can understand that. And she's basically the bridge between um, Sarah and myself to the practitioners because, mm. you know, every we're going to get to a point to where nobody likes the bosses. You know, right, right now everybody loves us because we're in the <laughs> same house. But, <laughs> you know, one yeah. day they're going to be like, what the heck? Why are they making these decisions and stuff like that? And right. we want if we can bring everybody into the realm of leadership and understand exactly, you know, we're hiring leaders and leaders always know when to follow and they Mm -hmm. know when to lead. And so through our hiring process, we have been really just narrowing the field to only hiring leaders because they're going to be the people that understand it and get it and are willing to grow and be a, a fire blazer. So yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, I, I follow the same exact mantra where everyone I hire, um, they need to be an entrepreneur. You know, they need to be someone that can go within a company and feel like they own it and then, you know, operate it as it is their own business. The only risk with that is they can 
build and grow their own thing. And often I, I do support that. I'm like, what are you trying to do? What are you trying to build? I can help you at the same time as we, and we will build together. Um, it becomes more of a challenge, but um, yeah, I'm all for people, you know, growing as entrepreneurs themselves. And I love what you're saying because that really empowers them. Like we were saying, and gives them ownership and it just goes a long way. Um, especially if you're building some sort of like, like a franchise ish model um, you know, you need those brand advocates, you need people, who believe in what you're doing so the funny thing is is that the people that want to go out and do that um it's i i do i sit there and you know like every person that the the business is your baby so if somebody leaves the baby it's like what did i do wrong you know like the 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 business owner's like what could i done you know they were a really good employee or they did this or they did that but in all honesty um i'm starting to really shift that mind frame of you know if if I'm sitting here and they do not want to be here and they could be doing something that they absolutely love, why am I, why am I being selfish now? Mm. You know, like if they're not doing what they love, then they're not going to benefit my business. And if they're not benefiting my business, why do I have them here? Mm -hmm. You know, I'm, I'm hurting them. And so in the same sense of, yeah, I hate to watch people go, it's been some hard, hard lessons and Mm. I'm still, I'm still learning those lessons to this day of like how to feel, um, when somebody does decide to leave the company, but I signed up for the gig of being the boss. So, you know, I gotta, I gotta take every, um, whenever I take a win too. Yeah. Yeah. I know it's, it's, you know, (laughs) it's part of the experience, you know, I mean, people are going to come and go. Great people are going to come and go. Um, so, so where can folks find you? How can they reach out to you? They want to be inspired. They want to learn more. They want to be <laughs> part of it. You know, um, we're doing a lot on Facebook right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're putting a lot of video content out there, um, just more so about Sarah and I um, and how we're trying to just motivate people to get in the door because we are new. A lot of people are, you know they don't know about us. So therefore there's an automatic, you know, objection that we got to overcome. Right. Like, what is this? Yes. <laughs> what do we do? Right. Um, so we're on Facebook and then, um, muscle RX. Yes. That's muscle it. RX. Okay. Yep. Great. Um, and then also on Instagram mm-hmm. at my muscle RX, my muscle RX. And then, um, we have our website, muscle Perfect. How did you get muscle How was that? That, not was, it, that was that such was, an exciting day. I, it was like, we literally did like, dances and yeah, everything we did. like we it's had amazing. to save up for it because somebody had purchased it and okay. it was like one of those domains that like we had to like go was on there a few and, thousand that okay. we were just like we saw on there and we we're like all right we need this did you have to bid on it did you have to no they just luckily, had a flat fee for yeah, it GoDaddy um actually I think went and we did Okay. Yeah. Oh, us. I've never heard anyone actually go through that process. We did. Oh, oh really? so how did that go? So because <laughs> I know really they do good. it for you, they never really say the the actual yeah. price. They said, "Oh, we'll try to get it for you." So well, I, you know, I, if you go on GoDaddy and you search the domain that you want, they'll come up with a price. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you call them, they can reach out to the owner directly. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they posted on GoDaddy for a reason, and um, and they'll negotiate down. So, okay. so, yeah. so they gave you an idea of what to expect. 
Right, so they said yeah. it's going to be around the three thousand dollar range. So you're already. I think it actually prepared. started at like three five or something like that. Mm. And yeah, it was a little bit over three, and we negotiated down under that. Okay. Yeah. Oh wow! And then how smooth was that process? It was just. Oh, so we just owned it. Wow. The second that we the second we got it, it was like we put in yeah. like a ten year lock on it. We did. Awesome. <laughs> oh yeah, it's ours. Awesome. Like for it's good. Ours, did you yeah. grab all the other ones like the dot like the, org dot everything else? I don't know. I think we did, but I'm not really sure. For the record, yes, they did. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I mean, like, we have so many that we went and we were trying out and ball, yeah. and it's just like, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, kind of I thing. literally cried when On Air Brands was not taken. <gasps> nice. I was. I'll never forget. I was in. I was in a restaurant with a buddy of mine, and um, I won't tell the whole story about how. The name came out. Um, it's a really interesting story, but um, I literally banged my fist on the table. I was like, holy shit. And I was like, oh my God, it's available. Uh, I didn't even know if it was available. I just, I went out into the parking lot and started, you know, bawling because uh, I was so excited that I found a name. And, and he was in the diner restaurant looking them up and he was like, it's not taken. And we just grabbed literally all of them. That is awesome. All of them. We had 12 domains, all in that name. And I later found out that the reason it wasn't taken was because um, um, it was owned by a company and they let it go. So I had just grabbed it after a just year or two. And you know who owned it? Uh, uh, as seen on TV. Oh, wow. Yeah. And wow. the only reason I know that is because I grabbed all the social on-air brands except for um, um, Twitter. And Twitter, it said, uh, owned by, it said, yeah, as seen on TV. It's like, oh, that makes sense. And they let it go. Lucky well, that's me. awesome. But yeah, yeah. That is great. But yeah, I love I love when hearing stories where you come up with this great name and it's perfect for your business and your company and it's there waiting for you. I mean, that's a sign, right? That it's it was meant to right. be for you. Oh, absolutely. And, you know. Yeah, we had thing. a lot of people celebrate with us that day. That was a good one. We did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's wine involved. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, it was really it was a good. good. Wine's good for you. It's, it's so it's, funny because Caitlin will always come in. Like if we've had a really good day, she'll she'll be coming um, into our office or whatever. We're always in there doing like dances, and she's like, "So what happened?" <laughs> <laughs> like, you guys sound like you have such a cool culture. You know, it just makes me want to come visit. You and, have and, and to. Hang out we with have you guys, so seriously. much fun. Yeah, I'm 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 going down to visit a client. I told you in Charlotte. So yeah, I'll definitely. I want to make that introduction and then also, you know, nice. come pay a visit. And then, um, yeah, yeah, that's awesome. We'll man. have yeah. Caitlin work on you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's little, but she's strong. <laughs> I can imagine. I, it's funny because I see you guys working on each other and other people here at this event. And I'm like, I don't know. Am I ready for that? I don't, <laughs> it's not like as bad as you think. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's okay. nothing. Okay. It's really not. And everything is only five seconds long. Okay. So if it's like painful... It's not yeah. like it, just, it doesn't it last, won't last long. long. And you feel way better when you get <laughs> off the bed. You forgot all about it really? anyway. So. Okay. Relief right. worth the pain. Yeah. Relief worth the pain. Do you, What That's is right. your tagline, by the way? Um, <laughs> so which one? <laughs> I like that one, Relief worth the pain. We have used that one. Yeah, yeah. we've been using have? that one. The okay. very first one I used was, because it was Muscle RX, I wanted to tie in the RX. Yeah. And um, so I put the prescription that only your body can write. I love that one. Right? Yeah. So I think we should do like an online poll. Of yes. which one we should do. Use. Do some A-B testing. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have the logo with the tag. And hey, which ones do you, you know, what resonates with you? Well, we had another one. What was it, Sarah? 
I think it was like pain relief that just makes sense. Yeah. That was another And like, one. we got your back and everything attached. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I like the other one the best. You know, the, the prescription, prescription that only your you... body can write. Yeah. I love that. That's, yeah. It that speaks true it. to what we do because everyone's treated differently. Right. We, we pride ourselves in using critical thinking in every, with every client that we have. Which is what makes us yeah, like so unique. No treatment is the exact same. Mm. I mean, we're looking at your body and we're seeing what it needs. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I I, I love that personal touch. You mm-hmm. know that that you know people can expect when they walk in the door. Um, you know, it, it just makes people feel special. Well, it know? does, and it's fun too because we got so close to our clients that um, we have a comfortable office, and so they'll come in, and it's almost like. They stick around just because they want to. They just talk to us, yeah. Shoot the shit. Yeah, I'm not joking. We have little old ladies that we probably haven't seen in like weeks at a time in between appointments, and we have this one practitioner, Cedric, and he. I mean, I'm I'm talking like six foot Mm. football guy just out of college. I don't know a small Cedric, right? (laughs) Right. Yeah. So like, uh, no joke, this big old guy, and he's just like beefcake, and all these little bitty women eat. (laughs) him up they do they absolutely eat him up and they'll come in like who the hell gets halloween gifts like apparently cedric okay wow (laughs) like little ladies walking in the door actually no this one in particular sent her husband in the door with a gift for cedric this little old man this little old man walked in the door and was just like can you please give this to cedric from my wife and i was like i wonder how hard that was for him <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. That it is was cool. So funny. I love that. So, so if people want to reach out to you, what's the best way to email you, contact you through your website? They can email? um they can email us at musclerxteam at musclerx.com. Mm-hmm. They can or Facebook. Facebook we um, have RX. Messenger. Messenger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, right just on our uh, Facebook page musclerx. Okay. Yep. Cool. And I will make sure to capture all that, put it in the show notes for anyone who needs to uh, click on those links. They will be available uh, at the, the, the bottom of the podcast. Um, but yeah, if, there, if there's, is there anything else that you want to share with the audience, people out there who need a swift kick in the rear or actually, you know, oh maybe God. had one and now they need some work done. You know <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> so, f- so for everybody that is in pain with low back pain, stop crossing your legs, mm. but any entrepreneur that is out there, yeah. get your ass up and do it. Just do it. Yes. Like fail. And fail hard and mm-hmm. fast and run towards failure like as fast it. as you can. Yes. Because the more you fail, the more success you have. Yes. It's like a pendulum. So just Yeah. What's one of the most common like entrepreneurial ailment? Well, they don't ask for help. So, you know, where where I came in, Alicia needed, you know, help. And as strong as you have to be and as many hats as you have to wear, eventually you get spread thin. So to know First of all, know your passions. What do you actually want to do with your business? What actually drove you to do it in the first place? How can you figure out how to maintain or focus on that more so than you are right now? And so, you know, you figure out what you don't want to do and what you do want to do and start trying to find people that are going to do the things you don't want to do. Yeah, just to put that... um you know, in a different perspective, know your strengths and know your weaknesses and be okay with your weaknesses and hire the people that your weakness is their strength and don't be scared of it. I mean, 
like surround yourself with all of these smart people and aim to be the dumbest one in the room. Like seriously, because it's one of those things where seriously, I don't know shit about legal. Like I need a smart legal guy to do that. I cannot sit there and like, I just put my trust in him and like Sarah, she is by far one of the best whenever it comes to systems and processes and organization and like getting crap where it needs to be. And um, I'm just not. I mean, you can look at my desk versus hers all day long and tell that. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's uh, you know, shit, I go in her room and next thing you know, she's like, get off my desk, get off my desk. <laughs> she's like, stop. You gave me this, like, walk away, Alicia, just walk away. It's like, you know, be okay to kind of just leave it at the feet of that person and trust. That is the biggest thing is to trust. Like, it's okay to make mistakes because there is nothing that you are going to do by trusting a person that you can't turn around and put that back on your plate if they were to leave. So just Mm -hmm. trust that they got it and whatever happens, happens. And then, you know, just give them your goal and then set them free because obviously that's your weakness. So let them do their best. Let them put their passion, you know, in your favor. Yeah. So love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. <laughs> so good. All right, folks. Well, you heard it here and you have ways to reach out to Alicia and Sarah and Caitlin and please look for musclerx.com. They are coming to a town near you and they're going to they're going to change your life. <laughs> Trust me. They've changed mine. All right, folks. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you soon. So that was Alicia Morgan, Sarah Bridgman, and Caitlin Lindler from Muscle RX, hailing from Hickory, North Carolina. One of the biggest takeaways I had when I asked uh, the question, what's one of the biggest ailments that entrepreneurs face? And it wasn't the type of answer you would have come to expect. You know, you would think, you know, back problems or neck problems. And it was, the answer was really, we don't ask for help. Entrepreneurs just don't ever ask for help, which I am completely guilty of. And I'm sure that is strongly connected to uh, stress levels and, you know, toxins, you know, all this stuff, you know, going throughout your body, which creates issues. And, um, you know, it's, it's really something that we as entrepreneurs have to really be mindful of. So that was one of the major takeaways, but you know, there are literally dozens and dozens of golden nuggets in this episode that I hope that you mind and will uh, implement and start to leverage in your life and in your business. So I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we did recording it, uh, although we were comfy cozy in a cabin out in Georgia. So um, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping any of you who did listen to this episode had somewhat of a nice and um, uh, cozy experience the way we did having uh, this show as we were recording it. So folks, hit up MuscleRx and if you... Um, are in the area of North Carolina. They have, um, I know they are growing and expanding, so I don't know all of their locations, but, you know, hit them up, check their website out, musclerx.com. You can also reach them on Facebook, um, hit them on uh, Facebook Messenger, MuscleRx, or on Instagram, MyMuscleRx, to see and keep up with what they are doing. And also, I'd also email them if you enjoy this episode. Um, you know, you can you can write to them at musclerxteam 
at MuscleRx.com. That's their email. So I would hit them up and let them know you heard them and you appreciate appreciated their story here on the Entrepreneur Circle. I'm, I'm sure uh, they'd love to hear from you. That's it for now, folks. If you'd like to stay in touch with the show, you can contact me directly at eric at onairbrands.com. That's eric, E-R-I-K at onairbrands.com. And if you aren't already subscribed to the show, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, or any other podcast platform. And please recommend us to one or two people in your circle. That will go a long, long way to growing our community. Also, if you could rate us on iTunes, just take a moment uh, to give us five stars. And if they have more stars, give all of them. We'd greatly appreciate you for that. And always, always like, subscribe, and share, share, share this show on social media. We'd love you for that as well. And if you have any ideas or want to hear something on a future show, please hit us up. Maybe you have a question for one of my guests or you want to uh, tell a story, a success story. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. You can do that, especially if you're on the Anchor platform. You can leave us a voice message. We'd love to incorporate you and your voice on a future episode. Once again, folks, thanks again for listening to the Entrepreneur Circle. Please like, subscribe, and share share, share, share. I am Eric Cabral. And as always, remember, your network is your net worth. So get in the circle. Mm-hmm.